Hello, I'm Wendy McGee. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. Have you ever felt like running away from your life? Well, I actually did it. At 55, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that, along the way, I found my way back to myself and realized that everything that I needed was already inside of me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as my authentic self. It's possible to step out of your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do it all without running away. I've always taken pride in the fact that I love to plan stuff. It was rare for me to act on anything until I had rolled the various options around in my head and scrutinized each detail to consider various outcomes and scenarios. And then, to put it down on paper and translate it into a Gantt chart or an Excel spreadsheet, and I was a happy camper. I had a manager during my time at Michelin that used to drive home the point by saying that failing to plan is planning to fail. I loved that statement, and I used it a lot over the years. I love to break projects and problems down into smaller, more manageable chunks in preparation for acting on them. A well-thought-out plan allows for smoother implementation and the ability to adopt when something unexpected comes up. I took that failing-to-plan mantra to heart, maybe a little too much. There was a time in my life when I seemed unable to move forward because I didn't feel that I had adequately mapped everything out. And if it wasn't planned, there was nothing to act on. For me, planning became synonymous with guaranteeing results. And it's not the same thing. Guarantees don't always materialize, no matter how stellar the plan or how organized the resources. I was less likely to plan things outside of work, but the same principles apply. So many things that I wanted were wishes and not goals. Without translating a wish into a goal with actionable milestones, the chances of bringing anything to fruition are considerably diminished. When I plan something, it pretty much always gets done. Planning and executing tasks were two of my strengths at work. However, the risk is in trying to plan things down to every little detail to avoid surprises. I was a bit of a control freak and needed to map out the particulars with built-in contingencies. All those small check marks in my list filled me with glee, while at the same time driving me sometimes to achieve stuff that simply didn't matter. And sometimes the plan got in the way of the action. When it came time for my coast-to-coast, I spent time mapping out the first leg of the trip. However, the difference was that I had let go of the preconceived assumptions about how the days would unfold. It wasn't always necessary to be at a specific place at a particular time. There was no closely controlled schedule aside from those ferries. The time between starting and end points evolved with little forethought. I ate when I was hungry, fit in photo stops and visits when the mood struck, and put no pressure on myself to do anything else. As a result, I saw more people than usual and enjoyed the ride more fully. It was liberating. And the second leg was much looser. I actually took off without any idea as to where I would sleep or even the exact road that I would travel. I knew only that I did not want to repeat myself. I decided to head north before going west. It seemed likely that early September would offer the best weather possible for the intended six weeks, so I pushed further north on the outbound trip. My passport was along for the ride in case the weather went south and I might have to follow it on the return leg. I was prepared for various options, but I really wanted to stay in Canada for this adventure. That was important to me. So I trusted my abilities after a lifetime of thinking that I wasn't prepared enough without an itinerary for every minute, and off I went. Although, truth be told, I did have a spreadsheet. I was tracking where the, which cities and the distances between them as I went. Aside from that, though, it was the most incredible gift that I've ever given myself. 
I freed myself from so many things. So that doesn't mean that I've abandoned planning or spreadsheets. Not at all. It's just that I now use the tools when they are appropriate and not for everything. I try to spend more time focusing on what rather than how. If I can find a strong enough reason, a why, for where I'm headed, the how almost seems to figure itself out. So I now rely on a skeleton of a plan and let the details unfold. I'm getting better at trusting my ability to act and choose to change directions at any given time based on what makes sense and on the information that I have. The nice thing about getting to know myself better is that I don't head off seeking things that are not so important to me anymore. And after a few decades of planning, many of these skills are so automatic that I no longer have to think everything through. My intuition guides me and I can get to the appropriate actions faster than ever before. That's why there's post-it notes stuck all over one of my walls. It's like a project plan that can be reorganized on the fly. So plan away. Learn techniques to identify what is important in your job or in your personal life that will help you achieving goals. To balance that, leave some time to relax and get creative about what's next in life. What in your life could use a good roadmap to bring it into reality? And where might planning have you heading down the wrong road? And now for a contest update. Congratulations to Tim Inkster, who won a paperback copy of my book last week. Thank you, Tim. I know you're a loyal listener from the feedback that comes my way. I really appreciate it. And everyone else, if you like what you hear, you would really help me out by sharing. And if you've been moved to buy one of my books, please take a minute to put a review on Amazon. I'm told that it takes at least 50 reviews to gain any kind of traction. You'd be helping me out a lot, and it would be greatly appreciated. My name is Wendy. Thank you for listening. And remember to laugh. L-A-F. Love yourself. Act instead of staying in your head. And be fearless. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.